Hi, I'm Alira Andre. And I'm Rosa Dennis. Welcome, welcome to, to All Girls Considered, a podcast dedicated to telling the stories of inspiring women and girls. Today, we are speaking to Ashley Melesso and Chessie Needham of Ash and Chess, a Brooklyn-based stationery company. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. Hi, thanks for having us. <laughs> it's great to have you. So I'll start out by this question. What exactly is Ash and Chess all about? Well, Ash and Chess, first of all, it's named after us. Um, we are Ash and Chess. We're a stationary company, and we design really cute things and make art affordable. And at the same time, we are putting out important messages and things to the world for people through stationary greeting cards, art prints, stuff like that. Um, how did you two meet? You want to do that one? Um, we met on a dating app called Her, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we both almost stood each other up on the first date, and then we. Um, I had another date, and then Ashley just did, didn't want to go. I was over the internet dating <laughs> yeah. scene. I was like, everyone on the internet sucks. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, but then obviously we didn't stand each other up, so we had. A nice first date. We just hung out, and then we kind of just hung out ever since then. So that's how we met. Well, that's good that you two didn't stay, stand each other <laughs> up because none of this would have happened. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> um, so when did you two decide to start this company together? Um. Well, we met in 2015. We met in 2015 yeah. yeah, and we officially date like we we kind of got the idea to start the company kind of at the end of, like, the beginning of 2017, maybe. So, like, around two years of knowing each other, we... No, we knew each other, like, a year and a half. Okay, it, was, it wasn't that long. We just dove right into it. We're crazy. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we actually walked a trade show that I was able to get us into, and it was a stationary show where everybody that, like, just, like, a ton of people from, like around the country, around from other countries, exhibit their stationary brands and people that have retail stores will go and place orders and like stock their stores with all these artists work. So I took Chess there um, in 2016 and we were like, hey, this seems like really cool. No, Ashley was like, hey, this <laughs> seems really cool. I was like, this is really weird. I don't have any interest. <laughs> yeah. So then Besides yourselves, do you guys have any, like, stationary, like, who's your favorite stationary company? Ooh. Uh, oh, I, I think mine is Lucky Horse Press. Oh my gosh, yeah, I love Lucky Horse Press. Lucky Horse Press does really cool neon, like, retro-looking stuff. I wish we could be Lucky Horse yeah, Press. Yeah, she just has really cool <laughs> designs. Like, her style is just awesome. Yeah. That's definitely my favorite. I don't know, what's your favorite? Um, Aside from Lucky Horse, I guess, let me think. I mean, that's the first one that comes to mind. I can't, I didn't even think about this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this really counts as stationary, but I think Lisa Frank's pretty dope. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Lisa is like, if she could be my mom, I would want her to be my, my other mom. <laughs> definitely. Most definitely. I'm a big fan of Lisa Frank. Yeah, and I feel cool. like that reflects in our work a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's very colorful. Yeah. Um, so you two are based out of Brooklyn. Does that affect your business at all? It actually does. It has a lot of pros, but it also has a lot of cons. And I'll start with the pros. Um, I'll say the cons. It's like the New York City area is just so dense with everything. Like it has like 
so many people are here, so many shops are here. And so there's a lot of opportunity to sell to local stores and people just love local stuff. So um, we have a lot of stores nearby and that's very good to like be part of the Brooklyn makers community basically. Also, I think people are just like, whoa, cool Brooklyn. <laughs> so I think that helps. Yeah, I think the cons are it's just like it's extremely expensive here. So like both of us work. We have other jobs. I have a full time job. I'm actually a high school teacher. So um, but then Ashley has like a part time job. So it's just like extremely expensive to live here. So that kind of like limits us being able to work on the company full time so far. We're actually planning on moving. It's a secret. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see <laughs> it's that. It's not then. a secret. Do you guys have like any ideas of where you'd like to move? Well, I guess this is kind of our like moving coming out story. We might move back to Fayetteville temporarily because the business is doing so well and we want to spend our money on the business and not on rent. And we've established the company well enough to be able to live wherever like we we don't need to be in a certain place to operate the company so I think that we are gonna yeah we're gonna do it we're gonna move to Fayetteville and then from Fayetteville we're gonna like travel and then put down roots somewhere at some point like I don't know travel around the country um and is the artwork created by you two or do you have somebody else that kind of helps along it's just us it's mostly Ashley like 75% 75% and then 25% is me just because she's a lot faster yeah. at designing than I am. I went but to, yeah, it's just us. I went to school for design also. So um, that's like my forte. Did you go to NYU? No, Tess actually went to I NYU. I went to NYU. Um, but I went to FIT, uh, Fashion Institute of Technology, where I studied textile design, which I don't really even do textile design anymore. But I'm sure it's like a nice skill to have. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's helped because I've also worked like where I designed wallpaper for a while and that's like, that's like pattern design. So it's, it's, it's a good skill to have and it, it's nice because it translates well when I need it to work like into stationary. Um, Has art always been something that's naturally come to you or did you just develop that? Um, For me, it's always been very natural. I've always been an artsy person, except the bummer is I was like so into band and choir when I was going to school that I didn't have time for any art classes. But I mean, band and choir is still very artsy. It's an artsy in a different sense. But, you know, on the side, I would just like, I had sketchbooks all the time. One time I even made my own personal office in my closet at home when I was a kid. And I had like my art supplies, you know, those like weird art supply suitcases that like friends and family get like the kid and the family for Christmas. Like I had like 20 of those and I just kept all of them in there. And like, yeah. Jess, what about you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I've always been like artistic, but less about like making art and more about like looking at art. I also like was really into photography. So, Chess, does your work as as a high school teacher influence any designs? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't, I don't really think so. Like, I mean, sometimes I think about, like, empowering messages that we write that I wish they would hear more often. But 
Not not like directly. And um, so then what does influence your style of art? I mean, I think for us, well, for me specifically, I love like 70s, like just looking at like crazy pictures from like 60s and 70s. That really influences me. I really like typography a lot, too. So I like like handwriting um, and like trying different styles of writing. Like fonts. Yeah, like fonts. Yes. (laughs) I don't know. What about for you? Um, For me, I love neon. And with that in mind, I like it when things look psychedelic. And I guess, I, I don't know, I feel like some of the designs I make end up being like kind of psychedelic, like crazy. I really have this idea where most of my work is just like, I want it to be insane. I just want it to be like overwhelming. And some of it is, but some of it isn't. But yeah. Do you mean like overwhelming, like when it, when it comes to like maybe the patterns in, or overwhelming like maybe with like any written messages, or just like both? Mm-hmm. More in like the style of artwork. Um, yeah, I just I love lots of detail. Your company makes a lot of like super cute things, like cards and totes and wallpaper. Um, is there anything else that you would want to produce one day? Ooh, oh, yes, yeah. we have an ongoing list. <laughs> First of all, I'm actually, you know, I'm going to look into this soon. I want to make patches. Yeah. Um, just because patches are so cute. And I don't know if, like, they're going out of style yet. Cause, oh, like, no, there's a lot of people in okay. still, like, in high school and college, I'll, like, put patches on their backpack just to make it okay. a little bit more unique. <laughs> That's great yeah. insider information. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I definitely want to do patches. Um, I would love to do clothing like yeah, t-shirts so cool to do like pattern shorts we like, i have like a pair of pattern shorts that we like just drew oh on gosh, and they're yeah. so cool yeah i think it'd be awesome she got do. some neon shorts at the, the outlet mall on sale and i took a sharpie to them and i just drew i just drew on them but but i don't know i think it would be so cool to just have like you know clothes yeah but also i would really love them to be sustainably made Cause like, that's another problem. Cause like in the world, like everything's so fast now and you can get everything just like in a snap. And like, I want to be able to make things that will last and like good quality. Yeah. Like there's this like company called big bud press in California and they like hand make all of their stuff and they make like, they, they started from this tiny little company and they just like, I don't even know they, they make the coolest things. They, but it's just really nice. And I want to be like that. <laughs> I want to be nice to the environment. And um, what inspires the messages that you all write in your work, like such as like your stationary cards and stuff like that? I mean, a lot of stuff that's just going on. Politics. Like politics inspire yeah. it. Like, I mean, also the fact that it's 2019, like we should all, <laughs> we should all, I don't even know. Um, it's just like important to be heard and like now more than ever is like easy it's like a really easy time to like get your like opinions and like beliefs and all that crap out there Um, like in the age of social media especially and like just us using our voice and like our presence as like a way for change just because everybody has like access to social media and things like that so everybody can see our messages if they wish just like a a way to get our voice out there and like increase visibility 
We want to make waves. <laughs> and your brand is very like colorful, girly, kind of like fem like feminist empowerment, LGBT and like empowering. Um, what does being a feminist mean to you all? I think that it means, first of all, stepping up for other women that can't do it themselves in a way, I guess. Also, just like, I don't know, it's, it can, I feel like it can be described as being a feminist is like, I don't know, for some reason my mom thinks being a feminist is bad and I can't wrap my mind around where she got that idea. Like, femi like being a feminist, like being a more like feminist revolving company means that like we support women and we want them to be treated equally and like have all the same opportunities that like everyone else had like more than they did before this time. <laughs> did you two think that starting a business would be like relatively easy or did you think it'd be like super hard? I mean, I didn't really think like when we first started, I didn't know if it was like going to go anywhere. So I didn't really put much thought into like if it was going to be easy or hard. And then it just like started to take off. And I realized, I guess it's, it's medium. I don't know if it's even, I don't even know if it's easy or hard, honestly. Like there's aspects that are really difficult, but. Yeah. Like dealing with your taxes. Yeah. That's. That oh my gosh. One. Are there like any unexpected like difficulties in starting a business? I think like sourcing stuff that that's kind of like that's like a little scary to do um but luckily everyone in the stationary community has been really really helpful in sharing information like like for instance like we've like so we met up with somebody who owns a stationary company when we decided we first wanted to start and they gave us like a printer to work with they were like yeah you should check out these places it's and then like everyone at the trade shows we go to like everyone's just so willing to help out their neighbor it's like not a competition and I feel like I guess maybe like the the thought of starting that without any resources is scary and overwhelming but we were able to get past it um what are some of the biggest accomplishments you've had with your brand Ooh. Hmm. Oh, I mean, I think our book deal is the biggest accomplishment. Yes. Newsflash, <laughs> we got a book deal with HarperCollins. Nice. Can you guys talk about it a little bit? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's so exciting. First of all, it all happened through Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like every good thing that's happened to our company has been because of Instagram. And it's like yeah. a really important tool for us. But anyway, we are making an illustrated history slash informational book about the LGBTQ community called The Gay Agenda. And it's gonna be really, really cute. And it's gonna be really rainbow and it's gonna be super inclusive. And it's gonna be for like anybody, like it doesn't, you don't have to identify under like any of the LGBTQ plus terms to like have to read it or something like you can, you can be just like a random person. Like you can just be literally anyone who is curious, who wants to know about like gay stuff and like trans stuff and like 
genderqueer stuff. I don't even know. There's so many things. But. Yeah, and also, like, part of it is just about, like, history, too, because, like, as we've been researching it, it's not, like, like, the history has always been there, but it's usually not written about, and it's usually, like, been forgotten and, like, kind of erased. So it's for that, too. With the book, are you guys going back, like, ancient time, like, LGBT history? Yeah, maybe. That's, like, a, a little tougher because it's hard to find sources. Yeah. But, um, like, we started more with, like, kind of, like, contemporary America, like, um, like 1900s and, and onward. But we did want to include some, like, older, like, Roman history and stuff like that because there's always been a lot of gayness. Gay stuff going around. <laughs> Yeah. And um, what about your high school experience and just like your childhood in general? Has that like shaped, like what did you guys want to be when you were younger up until like high school days? When I was super, super like baby, I wanted to be a dinosaur. But then I later found out that wasn't possible. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I don't know, you know, I went through some weird phases throughout my like whole school school years, like just to name some few I wanted to be, I wanted to be an orthodontist because I heard that they made a lot of money and I was like, I want to have money. And then I want I don't know, this is weird. This is a weird confession. For a second, I wanted to work in a morgue and I can't even, <laughs> it's like silent right now. Oh, um, no. <laughs> I watched a BuzzFeed video I on it. I don't judge. That, but that was just a passing idea of my career. And then, I don't know. I think like as I, got into high school, I was like, I want to do something artsy, like maybe music or art. And then I ended up doing art. And that's the story. Yeah. Choir and band in high school? Yeah. Right? What instrument did you play in band? I played clarinet and I was, I guess I was pretty good. I was pretty good. Oh, it was so fun. I miss it so much. I actually got my clarinet fixed. Um, recently, and I just, I love playing. I'm such a nerd. <laughs> I play her to sleep sometimes. <laughs> um, what do you love most about what you do? It's just fun. I really like it. Like, there's, like, random stuff that I really like about it. Like, it's, I, I, I don't know, I feel like it's, like, satisfying for me to, like, type up invoices and, like, put stuff in boxes and mail it out sometimes. Like, that's fun. But also, it's just, like, fun designing stuff and seeing people's reactions and like getting orders and fulfilling them like it's just it's just fun for me and what are some of your favorite designs and why recently we just did a trade show in february and we came out with four new art print designs all um they're like risograph printed or maybe it's risograph printed i've heard it pronounced different times and i have not youtubed the word yet um but there are these really cool neon, like also very empowering-ish, political-ish designs. And it's just the whole collection is super dope. Yeah, I think that's my favorite one. How has your uh, sexual identity shaped your business and who you are as people, if it has? First off, when we decided to start a stationary company, we didn't think of ourselves as an LGBT company, but... Yeah, like, we were just, we just did, like, regular cards, and, like, people kind of told us not to do anything that was, like, rocking the boat, and not to do anything that was, like, you know, like, that had, like, 
Like, what was her first gay card? I don't even know. It might have been the one. It was I, I Love You in a Gay Way. Oh, wait, no, I know, it was I think Gay, it was gay is Good. Is good. Yeah. yeah, like, we just... had that, and people were like, no, you can't make that. Like, that's not going to sell. And, yeah, like, like, they're like, what about the people that'll offend? Yeah, I they're like, that's, that's like, offensive. People like... won't want to work with your company. So then we just ignored that, obviously. And now we're the next Ellen and Portia. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> no, Power couple all the way. Yeah, I want to be on Ellen. I look like Ellen too, so I, oh gosh, I think yeah, I should get to go on Ellen. It's so funny. There's like Ellen's younger pictures. She looks like Chess, and it's like really hilarious. Yeah, people yell at me on the street. They yell Ellen. They yell Miley Cyrus. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um, and you guys have done collaborations with different people and companies. Which one has been your favorite? And can you go into a little bit detail about them? I have two that are my top favorite. I'm curious. My top favorite is with Girl Supply and Bellatrist. Oh. Okay. What are yours? I was going to say with Girl Supply. Like, we just did, like, this little collaboration of, like, a couple of cards, a couple of art prints, and, like, a pin. And uh, what else did I have? I don't even remember. Um, Stickers. Yeah, stickers. But we did it with this company called Girl Supply. And that was just fun because I really like her. Like, it was fun to work with her. And we had, like, a... Like, our styles blended together really well, and we actually, like, got to collaborate on that, so that was really fun. How'd you get into working with them? Like, did you reach out to them? Did they reach out to you? All through Instagram, baby. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so um, Marissa, the owner of Girl Supply, she, we, I don't know, we just somehow connected on Instagram, and we like we've been following each other so yeah. we like comment on each other's posts and, and like we liked each other's style stuff, a lot yeah. and like she does a lot of really like um like women empowerment stuff and like just she um she's she has like really cool things and we were like we we want to do we should do like an event for the women's march so our project with her that we collaborated on was like we designed all the things that Chess said earlier like some little products and then we hosted sign making events at like a few bookstores around the city and it was really fun and the turnout was great and like we got to meet so many people and like we got to help people like do art for a cause kind of and also oh my gosh I didn't remember this um the whole all of the products and all of the ticket sales, like 10% of those sales go to the New York Women's Foundation. Um, So like, it was like, I liked the collaboration a lot because we were able to like give back to the community basically by doing something fun. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, Uh, Did you march in the Women's March? um, Okay. Another confession comes out. We didn't. We didn't. Go well, not this year. Not this year because there was you. I don't know if you guys were keeping up, but there's been a lot of like splitting up around it, and it didn't really seem like a unity thing. Yeah, there was like two marches at the same time, and they were like fighting, and I just thought that was like against the entire reason why yeah. we're having this march. I was like, there's no it just reason. It seems like we we're backtracking. Yeah, even like my mom was like, go to this one, and my sister was like, go to that one, and I was like, dude, I don't want to be in a fight. Like yeah. this is so stupid. Like I'm just gonna go either. Yeah. And if it resolves, do you guys plan to do it? Yeah, definitely. Especially like also, 
I mean, like being in New York, you can get kind of like jaded, I guess, because like everywhere you go, there's someone who's like, I'm a liberal, like I want women's rights, like I want this and that. And like, I feel like that's like everywhere you turn, you turn your head here. But like if we were somewhere else, it almost makes you feel like your voice has like more of an impact if like you're kind of like in the minority. Like I imagine the Fayetteville Women's March, if it existed, would be a lot smaller than like 100,000 people that went to the New York City one. Yeah, because we're pretty much a conservative state for the most yeah. part. Yeah. Um, you guys won the National Stationery Show in May 2017, which is really good. Congrats on that. Yay. We won um, Best New Product yeah, for Cause-Related on a really cute art print that says gay rights are human rights. What was that whole experience like? Oh my gosh. It was so cool. It was, it was so It was awkward. our first award and we were like, what? We won something? Yeah, we they like came over and put it in our hands. We were like, what are you doing? Yeah, and they we're, were like, like taking are you pictures. at the right booth? Are you, do you have the right people? But it was really cool. Yeah. We still have the award. It was really cool. In the next few years, like after the book has come out, all of that, where do you guys see your company? Well, it'd be cool to have another book, like a follow-up. That would be really cool. And like, I mean, hopefully just like expanded. Yeah. I don't know. I want to, yeah, I want to expand like products. I also, you know, I want to open a store. Um, I want to open, okay, I have it all mapped out. I want to open a coffee shop bookstore with our studio. Oh my God. Inside of it also. (laughs) And it's also a store. <laughs> Maybe. Did I say bookstore already? It's gonna no. have books in it. <laughs> I'm so excited. And I want it to be on the corner so I can use the side wall of the street to paint murals from different artists every month. Oh wow, Ooh. that'd be actually really cool. You'll make me want to live in Brooklyn. Well, I don't think it'll be here because it's too expensive. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, in Fayetteville, if it's in Fayetteville, I'm definitely gonna pay it. <laughs> <laughs> we might be able to afford it down there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so before I ask our last question, I just really want to say that I really appreciate what you guys are doing. I think it's super beneficial to the LGBT plus community. And I just think what you guys are doing super cool. And I'm super hyped to read your book. Oh, oh thanks. Yeah, we'll send you a copy. Yes, we will send you copies. <gasps> no way. It's not coming out. It's It comes out next in 2020. Yeah, like maybe like spring 2020. Yeah, apparently so it takes a really long time to make a book. Yeah, the turnaround is crazy. It's like it's like over know. a year after it's due for us. But yeah, but yeah, thanks. That's Even really- if you guys forget, we'll definitely still buy it. We'll buy it. Yeah. <laughs> um, our final question is: What advice would you give to girls listening to these podcasts? Ooh. Mm. Um, be nice to each other. Yes, that's a big one. Be nice, especially when you're in high school. I mean, I guess I didn't have that many problems. With people being nice to me, I had, like, a, a nice group of friends. But, you know, you see the movies, how people can be mean to you. You see Mean Girls. We've all seen Mean Girls. <laughs> but, yeah. And also follow your heart and do what makes you happy. Because if you're not happy doing something, then, like, when are you ever going to be happy? Yeah, and I think also, like, don't feel like you have to do stuff because you're a girl like don't feel like it's like prescribed to you like how you need to act or how you need to look or like what type of job you need to have or how you need to talk to people like just do what's right because you're yourself this is rosa dennis with all girls considered please be sure to check out ash and chess's amazing stationary site ashandchess.com and our website allgirlsconsidered.org 
Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye.